Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. I'm really glad this is the energy that we're bringing to the start of the app. Oh, got to. Today on the pod, we're talking episode five of Survivor USA 42. And we will not throw any spoilers in because we did just finish watching live, which we never get to catch episodes live. But this week, because of the merge, because of the double up, we caught it live. So we will be covering back to back episodes. So tonight you get week five. Tomorrow you're going to get week six. Listen, we went out of town. I was sick for a week. If you listen to the content we put out last week, you can hear it in my voice that I was very sick. And we're a little whoopee behind. week started, motherfuckers. Whoopee week started. You were on spring break. There's a lot. We put a bunch of new foam up in the studio. If I you, hope you can hear it. I hope it's a better fidelity experience. We're going to get some more for the ceiling, though, because we think that'll make a difference as well. But with that, let's jump into episode five of Survivor 42. Now, you better not get any Inca on you when we go into the Blue Tribe. Why? Because it's the Ika tribe, but Inca, because like ink, blue ink, because they're the blue tribe. I just don't think it's a joke that works. Okay. I don't think it makes any sense. Rocks row it. It's like at best, Ika <laughs> and ink sound similar to each other. It's just like connecting bizarre, loose threads. Hey, whatever. I made a hilarious post on our Instagram feed about rocks rising don't new... talk about it that's next episode god damn it you just said no spoilers <laughs> i my just said god. rocks rise new so if you are caught up and want to see my hilarious post go check out survivor cast international on instagram and check my stories it's live it's happening do it week five romeo <laughs> We come back from tribal. Yeah. And Roxroy is gagged that Swathy has just been voted on. Because he's been b- 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 blindsided. I, okay, we're throwing the word blindsided around real loosely here. I guess he, he was, said he was blindsided. Uh, I am fine. only quoting Roxroy here. Swathy was blindsided because she was voted off. Roxroy was not blindsided. He, he felt witnessed betrayed. he witnessed a blindside. He was on the wrong side of a blindside. But okay, but like <laughs> Roxroy was shocked, and Romeo essentially tells Roxroy that he was kept in the dark because he could not handle the truth of Swathy being the one voted off. You can't handle the truth. He goes full Jack Nicholson. <laughs> he goes full a few good men on Roxroy. Uh, it's something you wouldn't think Romeo <laughs> has in him. I I don't know. I this is like Roxroy now being like. I guess I'm not a good social player and guess, don't really know what I'm doing. I don't and... really know what's going on in the tribe after all. <laughs> it's like Rob I mean, Troy. he should feel like that with that having true. happened, correct? Very true. But it's also very hilarious to watch Roxroy like realize that he has been kind of a shit player. He kind of at least privately he owns up to feeling that way publicly he's like well i'm glad i didn't know i couldn't handle my sweet swathy being sent out i must say i think it was personally a super fucking bad mood to get rid of swathy over tori agreed tori now who just a hot fucking mess and hates roxroy 
I don't like Tori. She's mouthing insults behind his back mm-hmm. in the rain. Is what she's doing. Um, Swathy, I do like when, uh, not Swathy, I do like when Rockstar is like, oh, I'm sorry for voting for you, Tori. Hope that doesn't bite me in the buttocks. <laughs> Rockstar's just got real dad energy. He's got the biggest dad energy. I love it. I've, I, I've come I to appreciate it. I love and cringe at Roxroy. I was bristling at it, but by week five, I fully bought into Roxroy's mood. <laughs> there are like certain things he says that I will like quote over the next couple of episodes that are just tickling. He really has his moments in these next two episodes, right? I think the Roxroy redemption train is in full force, episodes five and six. All right. So Romeo and Drea decide it's time to go idol hunting. And then we get this little fun backstory of Romeo talking about how his mom moved from Central America and like he's a pageant coach. He likes to support women and like he likes to coach strong women. So he's coaching Drea in Survivor. How do you feel about this comment? Nope. Nope. It's like let's like not. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I just like I think it's this thing of like. His heart's completely in the right place, and it's a nice sentiment. And I think it's super cool that Romeo supports and coaches strong women. It There's the potential of it seeming condescending. It just seems, I at best, it's just kind of like a funny thing to say. Let's not say we're needing to uh, coach black women on how to do what they're already doing right i don't think she needs coaching no but you should be her ally and partner and like equal i think the like the power dynamic of it just seems funny right that he would put himself like in the coach position over her is what is yes maybe slightly problematic and just a little funny okay so then while they're searching for the idol um yes drea finds it she like is a fucking beast and she's just like I'm playing full tilt. I, it's danger, and I love danger. It said danger on it, so I'm running straight full on ahead. She says that she plays better than a man. Fuck making rice. I'm going to tear open this idol. I like Drea. I, I like the energy she's bringing. I adore Drea. Drea's becoming, quickly becoming one of my favorite players. She also hardcore gives me the energy of local celebrity Rosaline from Lo- mm. Rosaline's Candles. I know what I like about Drea is she has like a quiet confidence and a quiet power about her. She's not super ostentatious or loud, but she is very confident and powerful at the same time. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down, Cody. Romeo, however, is pretty stressed out at the fact that Drea has now lost her vote. Very stressed. Romeo is the most stressed. Drea's phrase is, I'm thinking about skin. I've got skin. Potatoes got skin. That's some trippy shit. And they now know. Are we potatoes? Right. Potatoes, me, you, we, potato? Aren't we all just a couple of taters? Taters, precious. You say potato. I say potato. Potato, potato. She has to say all of this verbatim. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> Every single thing. And now they know the other phrases. So they're like, oh shit, that's what Marianne's been up to. She's that's been, what she's been saying. That All that rabbit nonsense. Yeah. And then we move on over to the Taku tribe, unless you have anything else. Nope. So, okay, we come in and I don't know if you caught what they're talking about. Right up top, they're talking about Mario Kart. Yes. And they're talking about how like, I mean, it's like 
how the, to play brag. Good Mario Kart. Yeah, essentially, like I always get the boost. I know when to like start Stupid. accelerating to Stupid. get the boost. And Jonathan's fucking losing his mind. Jonathan can't handle Marianne any longer. And it's he. At first, it's not just Marianne. It's kind of Lindsay too. He's just annoyed at the fact that. There's no silence. Every moment is being filled with inane nonsense. Someone has to be talking at all times. There's no like, let's just chill. It feels like on the scale of annoyance, Jonathan's at 100%. Lindsay's a little bit less than Jonathan. Omar's like mildly um, amused by Marianne. He knows she's annoying, but he can rise above it and just be like, you're fucking stupid and you're annoying other people but I need you. You're you've got like three things in your back pocket. You're, yeah. You're beneficial to my game right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as Jonathan gets up, there's like, this Oh my thing, God. The hot and cold game. And then they're arguing about the rules the of great, the hot and cold game great, in order to yeah. get his canteen to go fill it up with water. It's just like, where the fuck is my canteen? Please just tell me where. Yeah. My canteen like is. you fucking see it. Don't make me play a fucking game to go get water, you fucking shitheads. I certainly It's like what his head is thinking. Well, no, I just get annoyed with people in real life who are like, do you always have to be turned on? Like, if I ask you where my canteen is, you could just normally, in a regular way. Oh, here you go. It's right there, Jonathan. Instead of, oh, here's an opportunity to play a game and argue about the rules of said game and make it a big rigmarole. Maybe it's good for TV. It's not good for Jonathan Sanity. Exactly. TV or Jonathan Sanity. <laughs> you tell us, listeners. Hashtag TV good. Hashtag Jonathan Sanity. Bad. <laughs> I don't know why I said good there. Jonathan keeps his sanity by going fishing for several hours at a time. And looking like a mergod. A mergod, yes. Yes, he looks like fucking Poseidon. Yes. Like Atlantis. Like, um, I don't know. All of them. All those people. Atlantis is the city they live in under there. Atlanta? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, hey, shit, shit, shit. Is anyone ever connected to that? We all looking for Atlantis. Atlanta? Maybe they just simplified You're so it. Fucking... Put it above ground. My God, uh... I can't handle you sometimes. <laughs> so, um, yes. Jonathan, so he goes fishing and then he comes back and he's chopping bamboo. This seems like such, I it, I am turned against Marianne 100%. This is such an over dramatic. You, you almost caught me. She goes yeah. from you cut me to you almost cut me to some nonsense about like the this whole. This is my workspace. The entire island floor is my workspace. <laughs> so anywhere my foot goes is valid. And anywhere Jesus you chop Christ, is problematic. Marianne. I would lose my shit on Marianne too. She seems so difficult to deal with. 100%. I love Jonathan being like, I can't lose it on tiny little Marianne because I instantly I become be a villain. villain. Yeah. Right? There's just no situation where I can lose my temper with her. You're correct. The optics are terrible. It's good <laughs> that you're aware of that. And then, uh, yeah, Marianne behind Jonathan's back to Omar and Omar is just bemused at how well, he's like, he's worried at the rift that he sees growing, but he's also bemused at how upset they both are. And Marianne's just like, oh, if he wasn't such a good meat shield, I'd fucking vote him off. Danger, danger, danger. 
Danger, Will Jonathan. Will Jonathan. <laughs> Is that Omar? <laughs> Mary. <laughs> Seems like that would be Omar. Let's go to Vati. Um, I do just have... Oh. Is, well, I know. Mike, okay, I have Vati stuff just in the rock. Mike wants to keep his idol. Yes. He, his whole camp knows about it, but uh, he wants to like, you know, like it's a poker type thing. He Shit wants to be tense. Too. He wants to keep it as like a, this is going to be our little secret and advantage as a group. Yeah. This is our little secret advantage group. Wants to keep it for the merge. Just you and me, babies. Hey, it's me, Mike. Hey, baby. Hey, baby, it's me, Mike. It's uh, <laughs> me over here at one. Listener, yes. listener, I want you to close your eye. And that, no, no, hold on, hold on a second. Imagine Mike's Mike's big brown potato head. Because we're all just potatoes, remember? Resting on your shoulder. Lips is potato lips. Inches so from your potato ear. Sunburnt? Am I like a baked hey. potato? Hey, baby. Or if I get you're, really, you're ruining my bit. Okay, Let's sorry. move on. Let's move on. Let's just move on. <laughs> The joke goes that Mike is right in your ear, and he's like, hey, he doesn't even talk like that. He sounds nothing like that. No, I was honestly thinking Twin Peaks. Fucking. Like, uh, Jack Renault. Yeah, Jacques yeah. Renault. Kind of like. Hey, baby. That's who I was channeling. Bite the bullet. Hey, bite the bullet. Bite the bullet. Jack Renault. That's what I was doing, and it makes me sad you didn't automatically assume that. We were talking about Mike. Mike and Jack Renault are very different men. Well, we know who Mike is also. He rides a motorbike. Stop it now. You're mm. making these bizarre, very <laughs> obscure references. It seems like it's Chanel versus Daniel. Yes, you're right, though. Things are tense because High has no trust for no one. But, uh, yeah, High is targeting Chanel until... Daniel goes fishing. Yes. Daniel's such a clown. What he is, is he? so stupid. God damn it, Daniel. You were my golden boy. I've been saying you're going to go. The, you're going to win it all. And you're fucking. What are you thinking? <laughs> Daniel goes fishing. Thank goodness, Daniel. He's just like, oh, I'm not a natural fisherman at all. But it just seems like the survivor thing to do. He says, I'm as much a natural fisherman as an arsonist is a natural <laughs> firefighter. <laughs> That's literally what he says. Don't make me those... to natural fisherman, arsonist to natural firefighter. Listen, this is a natural <laughs> firefighter. Using metaphor, Daniel. I can't handle you, Daniel. He just saw Mike and knew he had to use a firefighter <laughs> in his analogy. I guess. He also is just like, it's important to remember to have fun also. This isn't all about winning. And it's good that Daniel has that mentality in yes. this episode. Um, but meanwhile, back on the beach, everyone's like, what the fuck? You can't compete in any of the swimming challenges and your shoulder's been dislocated the whole game. But you're shooting a spear out well, in the ocean. In the open ocean. And like, yeah, that like you're going to swim and handle a spear and a fish in in the ocean but can't compete how far is that reef out there daniel i feel like mike in particular gets really pissed off and hung up on this like oh we've been carrying this guy type mentality after oh 100 percent. where everyone else is kind of just making fun of him mike takes it seriously and i think it's 60 percent serious you know what i mean i think it for for mike it's 80 to 90 but 
I think it is an edge over just joking for everyone else too. I think they are legitimately a little bit annoyed, at least enough that if given the opportunity, he's definitely on the chopping block. I mean, damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Should we roll on into immunity? Absolutely. We come into immunity and there's like the Marianne jaw drop of Swathi being gone. And now that they've all been found, our idle phrases start to come out. Marianne is so not discreet. She's very not subtle. It's painful to watch her have to do this again. And I'm thankful that she doesn't have to do it after this point. And Mike is like on the fence if he's going to say his. But then Drea says hers. Who's a natural. Who does it very naturally. But you said that you got a potato. It's made very clear that you haven't Mm. had any food, Drea. That's a good point. You shouldn't say that you were given a potato and you were peeling it. Like Your tribe mates are like, what the fuck are you talking about? And the other people are also like, where'd you find a potato? Where'd this potato come from? And then I feel like Mike is almost just like wants to get on the fun of getting to say the secret phrase. And that's what pushes him over saying it. Let me, let me. Okay. Hold on, Jeff. (laughs) I have something to say. There's such grace in the game of soccer. Now, you might be wondering (laughs) why I'm saying this. So let me tell you the story about being a football coach. And one of my students who were playing just telling me, you know what, coach? (laughs) There's such grace in a game of soccer it could make me cry. So you know what? Just to recap, I just have to say one more time. there's such grace in the game of soccer. I could cry. <laughs> Here's this weird thing I'm gonna say. <laughs> Let me tell you why I'm saying it. That's well, completely pointless. Right. The thing is, someone said it to me once. <laughs> so I'm saying it here. Here it is again. <laughs> okay, Mike. What the fuck, Mike. The, what the actual fuck? That was a very good Mike impersonation. <laughs> that really tickled me. And so yes. Um, and then he, and Mike's talking at, he's just like, who's got an idol and two thumbs? This guy, he does one of those, one of those classic things. Yeah. And so now we're at the immunity. They have to race up and over a net. Yes. And then unbraid a key. This unbraiding of the key will be crucial to our discussion. Oh my God. You get sandbags and then you use a giant slingshot to shoot the sandbags into two targets Whoever knocks them down, the first two tribes are safe and and get a tarp. A big tarp or a littler tarp. Depending on what order you win in. Yes. And then the third tribe goes to tribal. Exactly. With no tarp or uh, flint. Yes. I almost said Trent. (laughs) And Daniel automatically like turns to his tribe and I believe what I got him quoted saying is I have very little value to add and then raises his hand to sit out. No discussion with his tribe. No like letting anyone else have a word in edgewise. Just him saying, you know what? I would suck at this. I'm going to sit out, guys. Jeff is like, oh, Daniel again, huh? Okay, then. <laughs> um, yeah, Daniel, you don't want to be the person vocalizing that you have no value. I'm pointless. I've got no value. I better sit out. You know, that's not a good call. Just paving the way, Daniel. So 
everyone does pretty well on the initial phase the net the up and over the net Lindsay, drea and tori are specifically killing it and i have in my notes is tori the new jonathan Ooh, i like that i mean come on is tori female jonathan maybe she like picks up the hammer of jonathan becomes female jonathan but in like a doubt I'm doing Not a, devil, a, lady a, a villain way, a Did, villain way, because Jonathan does it for the betterment of everyone else. Tori, and Tori's a selfish little bee. I do like this moment where Marianne is rolling through the net and Jonathan is, he's really having a hard time just tamping down his annoyance because he's behind her being like, roll Marianne, roll, roll, roll keep more. Rolling, keep rolling, keep going. He's ready to just crush little Marianne oh, and his giant gorilla hands. She is driving him insane. So, okay. Tori goes very quickly at the end braiding. She's the first to get to the sandbags. Uh, so Iku has a pretty big lead yes. for the final phase of the challenge. Yes, they do. Omar, on the other hand, I don't know does not know how to unbraid something and like Lindsay is trying to like coach him from the sidelines and he is just like incapable completely like, incapable to do anything here he looks like a babe in the woods his eyes are so big it looks like he doesn't know how to tie his shoes like he's never encountered two pieces of rope wrapped around each other before or that he's purposely throwing the challenge and i know it's not the latter it's insane. It's completely insane. Jeff is like speaking on it. He's like, it's kind of crazy what's going on with Omar here. What is his problem? <laughs> Slowing everybody down. Both Marianne and John, no, Lindsay and Jonathan, mostly Jonathan. Losing his mind. Very annoyed. Like hitting the net, squatting down. Jeff points out, Jonathan can't even watch it happen. And it's like, yeah, no, he As can't Omar watch this. Omar apologizes. I'm sorry, guys. Iku uh, already has one of their targets down. Mike does the chopping, one chop, just smash. In comparison to Tori, who had to, like, chop, 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 chop. Um, Roxroy wins it for Iku. They get the first place. They're going to get the big tarp, and they're not going home tonight. Before any other targets are down. Mike is just really struggling with the slingshot. He's like falling down, trying to use it. He's, you know, he does not have control of it. No, and he is trading off with Chanel. Mike and Chanel are taking turns trying to do the things and neither of them can do this. You're right. The braid finally comes undone, and then Jonathan just takes over for his try. And does everything else. Yes. On the first try, he knocks down a target, and then just... Jonathan, Mike. Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan versus Mike. Um, and, of course, we know who wins. It's Jonathan. Jonathan wins. <laughs> it's so funny to watch them loot. They have such a huge lead. Omar is just, like, sitting on his hands, not unbraiding. And yeah, the minute you put Jonathan in the mix, you know what's going to happen. <sighs> Gosh. Okay. And then Daniel comes sauntering back in from the sidelines. Well, that was a tough one, guys. So Vati's going to tribal and Taku and Iku are safe. Just yes. to make everything clear. Um, Stupid Daniel. 
come get your tarps. Thank you, Mr. Jeff. Yes, I think it's the first instance we have of Jonathan calling Propes Mr. Jeff. I don't think it's the first time. I think every time that Jonathan addresses Jeff, it's Mr. Jeff. He's very winning, Jonathan. I love Jonathan. We're all just in love with Jonathan. Jonathan, please don't be voted out right away. I, like, can't even handle that. So I want to be cradled in those big gorilla <sighs> arms. I know. Jonathan, how about you just come live, like, a little mostly vegan life as our buddy downstairs and you can like <laughs> do i stuff, don't know lift heavy objects for us yes and be on the podcast and talk about survivor all the time and be chill just like be like our human zen pet? man no <laughs> not like that but like just like our hangout buddy our mascot the yeah, mascot of the pod exactly and you That's can live here for free not kind of no sad. actually you eat it, way too much you can't yeah. live here for free <laughs> And then Lydia and Roxroy are elected to go on a journey together. And um, Vati loses their flint. Yep. All right. So High is feeling happy that he now has an opportunity to trim the fat. Because he's like, those motherfuckers led me on. Uh, we're still a family, but at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm High. Snip, snip. <laughs> Um, yeah, do we want to throw it to a quick break? <laughs> you want to? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, we'll pause at those high comments. <laughs> okay, snip, snip. We'll be right back. You're giving me a weird look. This is the song we always come back from on commercial. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No fucking way is we this We always it. come in on Living in America by James Brown. And I we always come back on this. I, I promise you. I don't believe it. We've done it for five I weeks I don't now. believe it at all. I, <laughs> we, we can go back to the tapes. I guess I'll have to because I don't believe I've ever heard this. When you were a, a young girl <laughs> in the 90s, you weren't in love with Hulk Hogan and listened to the song all the time? Never. Because you two were a real American, just like Fuck your, no. your hero. Fuck that. The Hulkster. Gross. I think I just threw up. I hope he defeats gawker someday daddy you are a fucking gawker okay um hi is trimming that fat hi be trimming that but fat. daniel does not okay so they come back and yeah. they have everybody but lydia how do you feel about this moment of daniel's like i, hey guys, I would like to appeal for a council with each of you please. i don't want to scramble i just want to talk to everybody and then High being like, that's not scrambling, that's playing Survivor, you idiot. Mike's like, I respect it. Play your game, brother. And then Chanel is like, I would like to also have a conference with each of you to not be voted off. I don't like it. Do you like, who do you like more, Daniel or Chanel? I don't like either of them, but I like Chanel more than Daniel. I wish they could fuse into one person named Dan Chanel. No, they would definitely be called Shindan. Shindan? Wait. Wait. Chanel. Chanel. They'd be called Chanel. Not Dan. Daniel. Chan Not Dan Shell. Dan Shell. Dan Shell. 
Um, they just be called Chanel, the actual <laughs> name of the lady. That's she fucking would just, ridiculous. Chanel's person. She just like Daniel's too swallows meek. him. Yeah, he's, yeah. no Daniel. Left. It's like they were in a utero together, and she ate. The, <laughs> She's the fucking, stronger like, twin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, Mike thinks it needs to be Daniel's. He's hard on Daniel. Um, and then he's like, Daniel has one arm, he competes in no challenges, and he fucking went swimming yesterday. No, Chanel says that, not Mike. But then Daniel also said Flip is going to flip, and that just is the best thing that's been said yet. Hi is all like, oh, I love Mike and Lydia, but there's two weasels in my chicken coop, and that's so Daniel and Chanel. either go home. And I'm going to trim their fat snip snip. <laughs> Get out of here, you fat weasels. Yeah, and then <laughs> it's the the trio, and they're depending on Lydia's vote. She's off on her journey with Roxroy, but they need her vote safe to, to keep to vote off the fat. Let's talk about this journey and Roxroy's visual memory bank. It's when I start to Roxroy's visual. <laughs> Let's talk about Roxroy's visual memory bank. Yes, he's all about the moment and the mental is, snapshots. It's a little corny. This is Roxroy's vibe. He's a little corny, but you got to love him. And he's not wrong, right? <laughs> At the end of the day, he's not wrong. And you know, what is right? Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> They're going through this crazy grass field. Onto um, the hill. Roxroy's like, holy moly. Jesus, crickety, manipity. This is he's just such a Rock dad. He's so funny. I can't even he, handle he's it. He's so corny. I love it. Uh, Lydia gives us a little backstory about being, you know, not confident in herself, but now loving her body. Yeah. And like letting it flag fly. Lydia's a lot of fun online, and she definitely like jokes about having a large ass, and you know she's she's a good follow. Hey Lydia, we're a fat ass family over here she's at Survivorcast International. Yeah, so love Lydia's braids that she's rocking in this episode, looking good. Yes. Um, both are just very very cagey with one another, keeping their cards close to their chest for sure. Roxbury's like, my read on Lydia is that she's a girl who's in trouble. <laughs> he's always like kind Rock's of... Roxbury, right, you're fucking insane. He's always in like borderline like protective dad mode. I feel like he was definitely in that mode with Swathy. He's like, go, you go girl, you you, you self-actualize. And then like, Lydia's like, that girl needs my help, but she's on the other tribe and I gotta watch out for Roxroy. Um, uh, she asks if they're like tight, and his response is like, "You know, who is tight? What is tight? What is this <laughs> oh, tightness?" Okay, Rocks, <laughs> this isn't a philosophy question, you fucking psycho. Taking, I'm just asking you if you're in an alliance, bro. Taking being evasive to a new <laughs> level. What does that even mean if you think about it? Okay. Um, and then. Roxroy, they go and do their turn the wheel thing. And Roxroy is I not going to risk it for the biscuit. I love it. I think she's going to risk it for the biscuit. I, he just says that, just drops it. So he just can't. Hashtag risk it for the biscuit. That's such a great, that's the, my favorite moment of this episode. I love it. Risk it for the biscuit. And uh, they both protect their vote. I have to work that into my everyday nomenclature. You know what? Just don't risk it for the biscuit out there. If I'm at work. It would work for your, like, you know what? 
are you using explosives? Yes. Well, just don't risk it for the biscuit. I think it'd be more like I'm in a meeting and I'm like, guys, I think we should risk it for the biscuit. We should go and expand into this new territory. You know what, students? <laughs> risk it for the biscuit. Apply to Harvard. <laughs> um, Let's go back where Lydia comes back and Daniel calls her a dream maker. Oh, but Can wait. we talk on that moment? Can I also just say that Roxbury says he's going to use his brain. And protect i'm gonna use my brain and protect my vote <laughs> okay rocks right uh they both protect we love lydia's coat i already said that did they you both yes i'm sorry i'm sorry okay jesus christ cody sometimes i feel like you don't even listen to me on here i was risking it for the biscuit so i'm caught up with you now i'm sorry I thought you were just jumping ahead crazily. I got so hung up on the risk it for the biscuit moment i was gagged on rocks biscuit i'm sorry not his biscoff, his biscuit. Daniel calls Lydia a dream maker. A queen maker. Uh, pretty sure it was a dream maker. Uh, I'm sorry. He absolutely <laughs> calls her the queen maker. He's, she's making his dreams. <laughs> oh, right. Because earlier they bonded over how they both love Hall and Oats. And they said that he would be Hall dream and she would be Oats. Maker. You make my dreams come true. Ooh, ooh. Doop and doop and doop, Lydia, goop and scoop. He definitely says you're the queen maker. He 1000% says you're the queen maker. If you want me to pull up Lydia's no, I'm okay with Twitter that. account, I can prove it to you right uh, now. It's safest to keep Daniel closest to the merge, is what people are thinking. Yes. Uh, Daniel apologizes for having. No, 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 no. Yeah, and then we're, it's just like saying, like, Hi and Lydia are kind of running the show, but Hi is nervous going into tribal, feeling like maybe they don't have as much of a grip on the situation as they think. Yes. And then we're at tribal. Yeah. And uh, we roll in with some friends to the end action. Yeah, Mike is like, we stick together even after we lose somebody. That's the Feigenman's code, Jeff. We're gonna be friends forever. Who would make a better Muppet, Mike or Daniel? Mike, 100%. Mike <laughs> would be the best Muppet. He'd be a scary Muppet. Hey, gotta put out those fires. We go put out the fires and then we're gonna we're gonna win a survivors. Mike sounds nothing like that. I'm pretty he's sure that's exactly Brooklyn. what he sounds like. Daniel says he's not an analogy guy, but Mike is a team for life type fella. And then Dre is all like, hey, you know, Daniel's kind of like sucking Mike's cock over here. I'm pretty here. sure that's he's Chanel, like, right? Oh, Chanel. Chanel. It is Chanel. It is Chanel. Let's it is not Chanel. get the two. I just misspoke. I just missed. She's not even on this drive. No. Chanel no. is all like, oh. oh, Daniel's really like sucking up to Mike, <laughs> getting those brownie points. It's not real emotion. And then Lydia's like, hey, you know, at the end of this, it's going to be four verse four verse four, you know. So uh, <laughs> it's really about who you trust, you know. <laughs> and then Jeff's like, whoa. So does that mean whoever you vote out is like whoever oh. you don't trust? And like Lydia's like, well, I guess you can deduce that, motherfucker. There's some joke that Mike is 117. Daniel's like, oh, here's the thing. Muhammad Ali didn't walk down the street punching people in the head. He punched in the ring only. Just like I only lie on Survivor. And high is like high agreeing. Yes, he says trust is the number one valuable currency. You got money, it's like getting trust. 
Daniel says that sometimes you got to ask for forgiveness because he's trying to stay in the game. But no one forgives him. I have a note that Drea, I mean, that Chanel is talking like a robot. I think at some point when taking notes, I got the two mixed up. Chanel is talking like a robot, I say. Chanel is a robot. Logically, Daniel must be voted off. Beep, boop, 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 beep, right? Yes. And, uh, yeah, they go to vote. Mike says he loves them all for life, and then he votes first. Yes. No idols are played. And then there's a motherfucking tie. Yeah, the votes come in. One vote for Mike. Big question mark there. Mike be pissed. Two votes for Daniel. Two votes for Chanel. We know that Mike and Daniel voted for Chanel. Hi and Lydia voted for Daniel. So and Chanel, Chanel voted for Mike. Yes. Mike is pissed. Revote initiated. And when they come back, my champion falls. Daniel, bye bye, Daniel. My my avatar defeated. Aww, my poor Moon Abby. Knight, the Moon Knight to my Kenoshu. Daniel is so fucking sad. He's like the <laughs> saddest person ever. If you've ever seen a person pretend to be a sad puppy dog, that's Daniel here, folks. Have you ever pulled a puppy out of a raging river and it's all wet and sad and then you drop it back in? On accident. Oh, my God. On accident. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> that's horrible. You see its little face oh, no. as the riptides no. carry it so Why away. are you doing that? That's, that's Daniel. awful. That's Daniel. That is horrible, Cody. He got voted off. I don't like you he right now. He doesn't come back. He's the little puppy. Yep. He says, man, that's heartbreaking. He, does, he also says, no. No, no animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. And then when Jeff is snuffing his torch, he's like, oh, it's a once in a lifetime moment. And he really savors it. Yeah, he does. In a borderline sexual way. Snuff me, Jeff. Just snuff me. He got snuffed. Yeah. How do you feel about Daniel going home? I'm fucking glad about it. I miss him already. I was glad to see Daniel go. He did nothing except for sit around and be a bump on a log. So we're glad he's gone. And fuck off, Daniel. No, I, I'm just kidding. That's too harsh. I like Daniel. but You it, did like Daniel. It's frustrating to see him really shoot himself in the foot this episode. Absolutely. You, you do too little. And it certainly becomes too late. Not competing in challenges is a tricky high wire that few players can get away with. Absolutely. Like only Sandra somehow. Because she's the queen. And she honestly doesn't do that that often. No, you know, she has like amazing. maybe too much of a reputation for not competing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's our episode five. And tomorrow we will be dropping episode six, as Number Jacqueline six. said. We've got more whoopee content coming. So go check out our Girl Interrupted episode that we dropped yesterday. And we will be finishing up our coverage on 42. And yes... We will get a UK out there sometime. And yes, Australia will also be finishing this week. Oh, God. What did I say? You said UK, but that's coming too. And we're going to catch up on Syracuse. No, but what did I say before UK? Uh, I think said... I said Australia. I said we're finishing up our Australia coverage and then getting to a UK. Okay, that's good. And then, yeah, Syracuse. So Follow us at INT SurvivorCast. Do all the fucking things that you should when you listen to someone's podcast. Like, tell your friends and rate us and make comments and 
listen like 30 times so that we get money from this and I don't have to work as a teacher anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye.